bem-vindo ao podcast Rugby League Feminino. Hello there. So how you find your Super League adventure so far? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's interesting. Um, you know, it, it's a big se step up, but I think me and you had a conversation right at the, well, at, at the beginning of the season and, um, you know, we discussed that and we knew it would be. So, you know, it's, it's a work in progress and I think the conversations that we had as well were the, about progress throughout the season and, and that's sort of where we're at. Um, if you take the Challenge Cup out of it, we're, we're, we're four games in, we've won two, we've lost two and I don't see that as a bad thing, to be honest. Um, you know, as results go, yeah, you know, score, score lines aren't necessarily what we, we would have wanted, but but actual results and picking up points, you know, for, for the table, I, I think it's going all right. Um, you know, we're, we're finding our feet. We're working out what works for us, us, us as a club, you know, with that step up uh, in mentality and sort of trying to sort of step up in professionalism as well. So um, it's going going all right. You know, I'm really enjoying it. That's it. You, you go now. With all respect to the championship, there's, there's matches in games in there where you don't have to be full throttle. You can take your foot off the gas. In Super League, you take your foot off the gas for 10 minutes, the game's gone, it's finished. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if, if you look at the weekend just gone, uh, the Feb game, I think, you know, we're sort of fine. I, I think it's hard, we find it hard to get into games. We're not, we're, we're not sort of having that same mentality that we might have for 65 minutes of a game. Just those, those 15 minutes, if you're not on it, that you'll get punished at this league. Whereas in Champ, it, it wasn't like that. You know, you could take your foot off the gas for... 15, 20, 30 minutes and, and we'd still sort of steamroll a lot of the teams. That's not to say everyone and, and to be fair, having seen, seen some of the results this season, it seems like the champ has sort of evened up. Really bit, evened up this season, the championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, some, some good results, you know, and if you look at it, that you know, the teams that you thought would be there or thereabouts, actually there's some other teams sort of coming out and, and impressing. So I think, like I say, the, the main difference is last season, you could take your foot off the pedal a bit and you, you could sort of maybe a couple of laps in, in concentration for, for 15, 20 minutes of a game and you'd still come out on top. But, you know, in, in Super League, Super League 2, it's just you don't have that luxury. So, you know, if you're not on it uh, or there or thereabouts uh, for the full 80, you, you know, you, you, you have enough points put on you that it, it's difficult, difficult to come back from. So, you know, I think for us as a team, as, as still, you know, we spoke off, off sort of air that we're still still a new team we're still only in year two so it's all learning for us it's all, all, all a learning process so um, you know it's one that we're, we're sort of enjoying and, and we're sort of trying to take in our stride as best we can um, so yeah it's good That's it like you're in year two get promoted we're, we're Super League launch we're fantastic mm. so that, that that's like a big big step as well oh, oh yeah not only this season you're going to be playing at like a much higher level with much more elite teams. Oh yeah, you have to go and do proper proper press. You're going to be photographed. Yeah. You're going to be filmed. You're going to be interviewed for for a very long time. How did you find yeah. things like that? Um, obviously, I did a tiny bit last season um, with podcasts and and you know some press and stuff. I think the Super League launch was uh, definitely opened up my eyes. Um, I had to take take some time off work. Uh, that was the biggest. That was the biggest one they've done so far, by the way. Yeah, it, it was impressive, wasn't it? Like yeah. you know, sort of turning up to to Headingley and and having the photos done, and then sort of coming up and. I'd only had it sort of thrown on me the, the day before I think it was that I, I might have been up on the stage. I was like, why? Why do people want to speak to me? Um, and I guess I just don't get it. You know, I'm just playing playing rugby because I enjoy playing rugby and, and I enjoy playing, you know, specifically for Salford because of 
of you know being there from the beginning and and helping you know through this sort of project so to speak so um yeah it was it, it was definitely eye-opening and it was um sort of different to be off on the stage and then obviously having so many people wanting to speak to to me and to about Salford and about obviously my background so um it, it was definitely definitely very different that's for sure no you like with that you did you did so well with it as well because all <laughs> eyes were on you all press was watching you've got tv presenters you've got yeah. you know people that's their profession and yeah. you oh wow no you as a, as a team like Salford you're doing so well off field as well engaging with yeah. new not not people who necessarily like you've got fans now aren't necessarily fans of the men's rugby yeah definitely I mean we we uh, some of the girls were at a supporters trust uh, Salford supporters trust um, evening the other other week oh sorry earlier the last week was it doing a Q&A and you know some of the fans get to ask questions and stuff and you know they're sort of saying you know I've never seen so many young girls in the stadium which is you know over the last sort of 18 months which is fantastic isn't it and I'd like to think that's got a little bit of something to do with us you know with being able to sort of see see us playing whether it's on the main pitch or on the side pitch you know as people are coming up for the game you know that's where we're getting more fans because we're sort of ramp up game on on the side pitch so as people are arriving they can see us and and you know it doesn't take a a young girl to be able to see that too often and and then they're going to get the bug for it and you know, Salford's such a community club anyway, um, you know, everyone's welcome and it, it's just that extra leg of it, isn't it, that allows allows people to, to see it and, you know, we've sort of said all along, if you can see it, you can be it and, and that's what we, we, we try and do sort of off the pitch. So, you know, whenever we can, we'll, we'll do stuff to help not only the club, but for me, you know, if we can help women's rugby league, um, just like yourself, like if we can do anything to help that, I think, I think that's what we, we should all do. That's it, you hit the nail on the head. If you can see it, you can be it. I on that funny thing where like, the other day I was t- talking to someone and they're like, oh, do you, do you remember years ago, like, you couldn't even, you couldn't get it streamed. Yeah. And you would turn it up to big matches with 60 people there. Like, mo- these, yeah. are, these are monstrous matches we're going to sort out who's going into playoffs. And yeah. Now you're going, you're going to attend, like, who, who in, where... What's the most impressive stadium you played at so far? Our biggest crowd in. Um, I don't know. I, obviously, off air we spoke about Odsal, and it's not my favourite ground for, for not just for the ground, but uh, for what happened there last season. Obviously, we've we've changed the rhetoric on that. Um, we've been. I played at Cass now, and um, that was interesting um, as a stadium. <laughs> and to be honest, I, I love playing at the AJ Bell or the Salford um, Stadium. I think it's I think it's a lovely little stadium. I think it's got great, you know, the pitch is great. I think um, when you get the, the fans in the, the South Stand there, like they've got a real, real good sort of feeling about it and it, they have a great atmosphere. So um, I think, you know, there was a couple of games last season and, you know, where we were playing before the men and, and we got more in. So um, that was probably one of the biggest crowds where we had sort of like, obviously people that we all knew in the West Ham, but then obviously the South Sand started filling in. Um, so that there were some good atmospheres that we got there. That's fantastic. Because obviously like, Cass still get a big crowd. Mm. All the trouble they've had, they're like on a complete rebuild, but they're still averaging 500 plus a yeah. home crowd, which is, is it's crazy to show how loyal the fans are once you get them in. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's it's an understanding as well, isn't it, that you know women's rugby league is is still 
you know, a work in progress yeah. at the end of the day. And uh, it takes time. So if you are going through any sort of rebuild or whether it's for us going from champ to Super League where we're having to bring in new players and, you know, it's, I think the fans kind of have a bit more of an understanding because, you know, we don't get paid. We have to do it around work. Whereas the men, you know, there's that, there's less of that understanding, um, I think. So, yeah, I, look, Cass have obviously been there for a few years now, so they know what they're doing. It's, you know, they're just rebuilding and, and having to sort of, you know, find players. They've lost players to other teams, you know. That's the problem because because it is such a, a growing sport and, you know, all of the young, good talent want to go to the best teams and that's understandable, you know. Um but on the flip side, that means that teams lose their, their best players on occasion. So, you know, it's just about that rebuilding process and, and you know, all teams will end up going through it. it, it it's hard. It's like one of the things you said, oh, women's rugby league's like, it's growing, it's learned. Like, I think that's the entire rugby league needs yeah. regrow. When, when you're going, but like, say Sheffield, they, oh. they're getting about a third the amount of fans of the men's team are now. In two years, you go, well, they're obviously doing, there's something, they've obviously hit something but wasn't being hit. You guys with Salford, yeah. you guys come in, it, it's no coincidence but Salford are getting record numbers and the crowds are going oh. up. Well, not record, but record in terms, but week on week, they've grown attendances. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have been so great engaging with the local press, with the local yeah. community, you know, You've probably got people turning up there, but have never in a million years have dreamt of going to a men's game. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the accessibility. Like, obviously, rugby league, if you compare it to football and things like that, even the male players are obviously more accessible and, uh, you know, you, you can stop them, you can have a conversation with them. But I think for us, you know, I, I went to um, Salford versus Saints uh, at Saints Um and was it, you know, we were in with the away fans because, we're, you know, we're Salford fans now and stood next to a fan. She was like, do you play for the women's team? I was like, yeah. Like, not thinking anything of it. She was like, why are you, why are you in here with us? I was like, well, because well, this where is where the environment. We are the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is where the, the you know, the, 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 the vibe is. This is where we want to be, you know, in, in the thick of it. So I think just that accessibility, you know, and people coming up to you and, and just having, you know, normal conversations and you just sort of come across as well I, I think we're all quite normal I guess um, but you know so although we play for Salford their team and a team that they love they can actually have a, a, just a normal conversation with us and um, you know because I don't think any of us see it as anything than just as you would with anyone have a, as a conversation you know so um, I think that's what helps and, and I would imagine that's the same at a lot of clubs you see obviously the interaction with any of the top clubs they, they try and do as much as they can with their fans so you know we're just sort of trying to jump on that really as, as a team as a club just as much as we can if we can engage and 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 do our bit then then it's not only going to help us gain support but also as again help the club as well i'll say let's go with your matches in super league so far who have you had yeah so we kicked off the season um away at cass um obviously bit of nerves in going into that one being the first first game for us in Super League um, turned them over there which was nice yeah because um, both I think, you'll have fancied them and they'll have fancied you at that, at that yeah. point yeah yeah because you, you don't really know do you because no. regardless of results from last season 
like it's irrelevant you know you don't know how people have gone in pre-season like in their actual training for pre-season you don't know you know how players have come on and so ultimately the first game of the season is a bit of a litmus test isn't it so um yeah we went there a bit of nerves obviously with with sort of like the i guess the history of it and and the fact that it was our first ever Super League game. So, um, but no, we, we beat them. I think in reality, we made a lot of mistakes. I think if that was, if we were to play them now, I think it probably would have been, been a bigger score, to be honest. Like, you know, if it wasn't the first game of the season, that's just from obviously my biased opinion being at Salford. But um, yeah, it was good to get out. You know, it was good to finally get a game game under our belts because we'd had a really long pre-season. Um, so it, it was just nice You know, play. the pre-season seems so long this year. Yeah. And just was, even from the world from the world cup so to late. for it starting it was like yeah it just seemed like for like april yeah forever yeah it, it, i don't know um you know because they announced these things so late as well you know they didn't really announce exactly who was going to be where in what league blah 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 and then then the fixtures got announced and it's like doesn't start until april and that's late isn't it like you know champ especially with the amount of teams in champ start way before that um so you know we we were just making sure that we were going to be ready regardless of when that started but it did feel like it was a super long um super long pre-season so i think for all of us we were just glad to get get on the pitch and get out there and and you know i think especially the way the league started with, with one league game and then going into to Challenge Cup, I think it was really, really important for us to get, you know, two competition points. I think more than anything, regardless of um, sort of the performance or the scoreline or anything like that, I think it was just so important to, you know, to go put something that down and... Have, yeah, because you knew you were going to have, you know, a fair few weeks off at that point because you had nines in there as well. And I think it was just so, so important for us to get two competition points because, you know, going up... You, the longer it takes you to get those competition points, the harder, harder it's it going to be. Yeah, because you just feel it, don't you? You just, you know, however positive you want to try and be, it, it becomes more and more difficult. Like, it doesn't matter how, how sort of your environment is is, and how much you sort of like shut off the outside world and rhetoric. It, it, and that, that's it's still, with, still with, hard. How you, with how you've gone so far this season, mm. you can realistically put yourself in them playoffs to get promoted again. Yeah, but I mean, you're on you're on fifty you're on fifty fifty, so it shows like on your day, yeah. you can knock teams off. When you've lost, you've yeah. not lost badly. Well, I don't know. The league game wasn't great, but we won't talk about that one. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Like, Lee has shocked people again this year. To be honest, not me. So when we played him, we had him in a pre-season friendly, um, and I said to a few of the girls after that, I said, to be honest, that they I wouldn't be surprised if they win win the league. If you know, obviously, you know, if you're looking realistically, obviously, I'd love to win Super League too. Of course, I would. Um, but you've got to have a realistic approach to it. So if if you know, if we don't win Super League too, then I can see Lee winning it. So yeah, um, people people forget like Ali a new team. No, they've been around for over a decade. You know, yeah. they've changed the name, they've rebranded I, I think that's the thing. I do always have a giggle when, it, when it's like some, something on socials or in the press, like, yeah, but new to Super League. And I'm like, they've rebranded. They're, they're not new to Super League. They're just rebranded. They're only, they're it's only their second year in Super League. So yeah, it's they, not like they've been there for a long time. But and p- People forget, like, six years ago, when it before it was Super League, when it was in the... Yeah. They was top flight then. Yeah. They got dropped yeah. down when they rebranded and restructured and yeah. they worked their way back. And look, They've got a great infrastructure. Obviously, yeah. you've got Derek Beaumont who's taking them under the the, the wing of, of the Leopards now. So and you know, enjoying the women. It's gone up. Yeah, look, he's gone up a notch, and and you know, hats off to them. And and ultimately, that's what we want. 
but what we need and what we we want is that that continues regardless of results you know um that yes they're, they're flying high at the moment but you know you need that backing and it's not just you know okay there are rivals at the moment but ultimately as i said to you before you know, my goal with anything I do for Salford is to, to make sure the women ga- women's game as a whole is promoted. So, you know, I just hope that that continues regardless of what happens for them this season because, you know, they're, they're, I think it was the other week, wasn't it, where they had the Sunday game at the stadium and, yeah. and he, literally, he literally put it on like it was, like what exactly what the men had. So, um, you know, the game day experience was the same, which which is, is the dream, isn't it? That's what you want, um, you know, so let's just hope that continues. That's it. You go like to get a big crowd like they got their thousand plus. Yeah. In a new year of rebranded. Yeah, that's doing it right. Like. Yeah. You, getting big crowds in. Obviously, got some great players. They're going fantastically well. Yeah. You know, they did shock teams last season. Yeah. And they could do it again. So like. You you're only lost so far to, to them and Fev who like. It's going to be too. It looks like it's going to be between them two. Yeah, I, and they'll I, probably I take I, it at home. They'll probably beat each other, yeah, and it'll run it all yeah. the way down the season like that. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, look, Leah doing a fantastic job. As I said, when we played them in the friendly, I I was like these these because ultimately that was before the season anyway. So they were always going to improve. I know they've made some more signings as the season's gone on, and I, and I know the girls have signed as well. So I know the standard that they're at. So. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're clearly pushing to, to to gain that promotion, aren't they, with, with everything they're doing, whether it comes to the training that they're doing uh, and the extra support they're getting from, from the men's club. So, you know, you can't begrudge that. And, and we've said all along you should support, you know, and you should want people to do well, obviously. Not the detriment to Salford, but um, yeah. ultimately for the women's game, we want them to do well. That's it. So they you, you lost this... To Lee and Salt, that, mm. that, that's fair enough. That's reasonable to to do. You go like you're in year one in New Lee. Yeah. You go to Bradford. <laughs> you go to Bradford and turn them over, which is yeah. And to be honest, I think when we've done sessions about it, I think we're a bit disappointed in the score. I don't think it needed to be as close as it was. But you know, we sort of spoke off air that I think as a group of players, especially those that were there last season in the first year, sort of odd saw holds. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a trigger for us. Um, so, you know, I think for us, it was just good. Much like the first game of the season, you know, getting those two competition points, going away to Bradford, playing at Oddsall again, and, and again, getting those two points, winning it in dramatic style at the end as well with, with a nice crash ball for Yards to go over. So, you know, like... Ultimately, I, I saw sort of my my mum after the game, and she was like, "It was the most amazing, like, exciting game ever." And it's like that's what you want because if you can give exciting rugby, then again, people will come back, regardless of who wins and who loses. You know, if you can create exciting rugby for people to watch, or if, you know, regardless of the standard, if it's an exciting game, um, that also encourages people to come back because you know they want to watch more of it. That's it. You, you, you go if you, if you continue like you're doing this season, you got like a fifty percent win record. Mm. In a new league, that's massively respectable and well done. Yeah, I, look. Obviously, I'm a competitive person. I want to go win every game we play. Of course, but I'm also realistic, and and I, you know, I know that it's a work in progress. And I, you know, we spoke um, at the launch and stuff, and I said, you know, we want to be in the big games at the end of the season. So for us, that doesn't mean we have to win every game right this second. It means that we need to build to up to be a, yeah. sort of 
exactly building towards where we need to be at the end of the season. You know, and come sort of the end of October, when we look back at the season, that will be really when we, you know, get to debrief and determine whether it's been a, in our eyes, a successful season or not. But well, that, you know, that's, that's as it. you said, two from four isn't the worst start to the season. No, so. you go look two seasons ago, Huddersfield lose everything. Yeah. At the back end of the season, put three wins together and promote it. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. You know, like, that's what I keep saying to teams like you. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Exactly. And I think that's what we're looking to do. You know, we're, we're there's definitely been some eye-openers for us as, as we've sort of gone through the games so far and there are things that we're looking to fix up, uh, whether that's in training or off-field. You know, there are definitely things that we've brought in a few more players and had trialists and stuff. So, you know, we're working on stuff. Um, you know, it's difficult. It's taking even more commitment and, you know, I can't fault any of the team and any of the backroom staff or the squad for the effort we put in last season, the commitment we put in last season, you know, because that, but it was different. It was getting a, you know, a team off the ground and starting from scratch and trying to sort of build from then, there. And this yeah. season, it's different. And you got like, so you got this season, obviously, like you build, get your youth things underneath, your 19s will start oh. coming through. You go year three and four, hmm. you'll have full pathways feeding into you. Hopefully so, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, the the club are doing a lot more, you know, anyway within the community on on, on sort of like a a boys' level, but they've started obviously opening up girls' pathways as well, which is fantastic, which is exactly what we want. You know, we want the the little girls that are in the stadium watching us play to realise that there is actually a pathway that that you can be in this shirt, you can play in this shirt as well. So, you know, that's, I think, what every single one of us, every time we've got on a sulfur shirt, that's what what we're, we're trying to help create. So, how have you done this season? Because there's been some cracking pictures of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm relatively happy with, with how I've gone. Um, I think it's really difficult at the moment. So, if you just look at our league games, we've, you know, out of four games, we've had three different fullbacks. So, um, you know, when you're talking about a spine of a team, it, it's quite difficult to get into a bit of a rhythm. So, I think our attack's probably a bit clunky, and, you know, I'm part of that. So, I have to take, uh, you know, responsibility for that as well. Um, but hopefully, you know, we're, we're getting into a point now where we've, you know, we've got sort of a, a bit more of a settled squad, hopefully, and and that will then just allow us to sort of come come into the to the season and, and sort of start playing the rugby that, that we really want to play. Um, and obviously, I'm part of that being in the halves, so um, I think I'm relatively happy of where we're at. As you said, I've, I've early doors in one of the Challenge Cup games, I took a bit of a sort of a head knock, but it was just a cut. Um, took seven stitches and had to play with a bandage on for a few weeks to make sure it didn't split open again. So it was a good um, look, you know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it didn't really help that it was uh, our little heat wave and sort of having a nice sort of weird tan line across my head. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, it was. You know, it's one of those you can't help these things in games. It's a physical, physical sport, isn't it? But um, you know, that day especially um, in in the Challenge Cup against Fair. You know, we ended up playing the second half with, with zero interchanges just through injuries as in there was no one else to come on. So the 13 that played that second half are absolute warriors for us. And, you know, I think we've taken that mentality through, through especially some of our, our games in recent weeks. So, yeah. it, just show, it just shows how tough you guys are and can be when you need to be. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've definitely got some resilience. I think, 
you know, we knew it was going to be tough coming into this season. It, it, it had to be. It's not Super League for no reason. So, you know, we're playing against some teams that have been, regardless of the, the playing, you know, or the players within the squads now, That you know, as teams have been together a long, long time. Um, so we're up against it. And I think, you know, we, we kind of try and use that to our advantage, you know, not treat ourselves as underdogs because I'd never want to be, you know, look at ourselves like that. But, um, you know, if you can sort of have the mentality of, of, of never say, never say die sort of thing. And, you know, it, it's not over, especially in rugby league, you know, it, it, there's always opportunity and always time to score. So I think we're sort of just trying to take that mentality that it's not over until it's over, really. So this is officially your third time on the podcast. You get friend of the podcasters. One day I keep joking, but I'm going to do some sort of Blue Peter Badge style thing. You know, <laughs> wear it with pride. You know, every, every after three you get it. But, um, so question time is going to be different. Yeah. I'm so, all nervous. I'm getting sort of clammy hands. <laughs> let's do this. Off the cuff right now. Who was your step-up star being? So if you were thinking about your team, yeah. as in you've took it to a much higher level now, you challenge Cup and Super League. Who in your team have you? Do you look and go, "Wow, you've stepped up massively." Yeah, I mean that's difficult, isn't it? Because everyone's had to. But I think if I was to pick someone out, it would probably be someone like Brogan because she's gone into a different position going into thirteen. She's you know always been nine, always been a hooker. And I think if you actually look at her numbers, tackles, carries, doing it. And if you look at the size of her compared to those that she's putting her body up against, she's an absolute machine. She gives you 80 minutes every week. Um, The last couple of weeks, she's had to fill in at nine through injury or what have you. But the the, the numbers just speak for themselves. And and I think, yeah, I think, like, as I said, everyone, everyone in the squad has had to step up because naturally, you know, that's the nature of it. We've gone into a different league. But I think if you just look at her numbers and, you know, she doesn't drop off in a game. She gives you the same energy for the full 80. She's an absolute machine. She really is. So another one, here's one for you. Mm. Who's your tough cookie? So who's your player who's <laughs> go, you're never going to get the plaudits in this squad. You're never going to get a plot because there's, there's players in every team, but like they're so yeah. underrated for the amount of work they do. Or yeah. they might not be the top tackler, but the tackles they do, they were so ferocious or yeah. so needed that time. Who would it be? <sighs> Can I pick my, an edge? Yeah. The reason I say that is that so obviously, when you look to your backs to take carries to give your your, your your forwards a bit of a rest, like you've got Steph and Lauren on my edge that I swear, like they will happily pick out the biggest player on the pitch, and like you literally yeah. have the conversation with them, like you you two are psychopaths, firstly, and it's like why, and they're like, well, yeah, but if you pick out the biggest one, then like the rest of them won't bother with you because you know they know you're quite happy to, to run at the biggest one, but then on the flip side in defence, they're exactly the same; they'll quite happily tackle someone. You know, you, you, you've seen them. Steph and Lauren are, are, are both sort of like quite slight figures compared to, to the forwards they're up against. And they just literally don't... I don't think they care about their own safety. So, yeah, it's probably probably between those two. Uh, obviously a bit biased because they're my edge as well. But, you know, some of the tackles they put in, it means I don't have to. So, yeah, probably those two. No, that that's a perfect answer. That's why I've added the, these two questions yeah. in because... There's always players in your team, but never ever get the plaudits for the amount of work they do, yeah. or yeah. how, or how important some of the work they do is. Yeah. So here we go. Everybody's favorite <laughs> conspiracy theory. Let's have your second one. 
So three, two, one, give us it. So. So if you've not heard that conspiracy theory there, it's because she's kept checking with her bosses whether it can be kept in. So if that's just a blank, hey, it was a good conspiracy. Yeah, sorry, guys. So that's about it for this episode yeah. number three. Perfect. Is there anyone to give a shout-out to before you go? Yeah, it's always nice to give a bit of a shout-out, in it? Quick one. Just a shout-out the team. Nice. All the girls, all the training staff keep smashing it. Yeah, exactly. As a squad, we're doing such a good job. Um Obviously, the coaches, um, I think as well, Mars, our team manager, does such a good job of just always, always supporting us and, and championing for us. So, um, yeah, like just as a squad, all the new girls coming in, you know, we're all on the same wavelength and we're all pushing hard. So, just a big shout out to all of those. Perfect. Thank you for coming on. We're definitely going to hear Thank from you again in the season. <laughs> all the Salford girls listening, keep up the good work on and off the field. Thank you and good night. <laughs>